0: All I knew was that I had a class with him on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 10.30 to 12. He was unlike anyone I had ever known. He was really smart, but also funny. He loved to laugh, and he knew God in a way unlike anyone I had ever met, like he was a friend. He would teach me ways to know the God he knew. Years later, a mutual friend told me that Richard had been praying for a student to come along in whom he could invest his life and wisdom, and that apparently, not long after meeting me, he told this friend I was the one God had chosen for this Paul and Timothy-like mentoring. All I knew was that Richard was giving me additional reading assignments, praying with me, allowing me to babysit for him and his wife, and taking me on trips where he was speaking. It was during those personal times that I learned the most from him. During my senior year, Richard connected me to Henry Nowen, the great spiritual writer, as I was trying to decide which seminary to attend. At Henry's suggestion, I applied to Yale Divinity School, and I got in. Obviously, I had improved academically. After seminary, I served as a pastor in a local church, got married to Megan, the prettiest and most down-to-earth girl I have ever seen, thank you, Jesus, learned some about how to lead a church and found out quickly that being a pastor is really difficult. The one primary mission for a pastor should be to make disciples, but there are a thousand other pressing needs, problems and agendas that easily throw us off track. Thankfully, my long association with Richard kept me focused on staying grounded in my own spiritual life. A few years later, I took a job teaching alongside Richard in the religion department at Friends University. While working as a professor, I had another forest moment. A man named Rich Mullins, a famous Christian recording artist. He wrote and recorded Awesome God and, step by step, took one of my classes. Having Rich in a class about God was like having Einstein in your math class. I was intimidated. But we became close friends and eventually he lived in the attic apartment of our home for a little over two years. Through Rich I met Brennan Manning, author of The Ragamuffin Gospel. Brennan would also become a mentor and friend, and perhaps no one has taught me more about the love of God than he. In 1987, Richard Foster invited me to help him build and launch a Christian spiritual renewal ministry called Renovare, Renovare. He told me the name he had chosen for this ministry one day while eating a plate of spaghetti. No one could say the name or knew what it meant. We would spend the next twenty years, along with some other amazing men and women, traveling across the country leading conferences, retreats and seminars in an attempt to help people learn how to live a deeper, more balanced life with God. Some people thought we were new age because of our funny name and because Richard used foreign terms like contemplation and social justice and sometimes we were even picketed though the joys of serving jesus through richard and renovare i met dr dallas willard author of the divine conspiracy who teaches philosophy at the university of southern california i have never known anyone as brilliant as dallas he like richard is a true disciple of jesus in 1994 Dallas invited me to co-teach a class with him at Fuller Seminary in the Doctor of Ministry program. I accepted and went on to teach that class with him for ten years. The class met for eight hours a day for two weeks each summer. I was just a glorified teaching assistant. Dallas taught 90% of the class. This meant that I was able to sit and listen to him teach for about seven hours a day over the course of ten days. About seventy hours and I did this for ten years, which means I have heard Dallas teach on God, the kingdom of God, the Bible, the spiritual disciplines, and life in general for over 700 hours. Some of the finest teachers have poured their lives and their teachings into me, a nobody from nowhere, and I am most blessed. I suppose that is the way Christianity has worked from the beginning. Jesus took twelve nobodies on a three-year camping trip and invested his life in them, because he believed in them. The influence of all these people—Richard, Henry, Rich, Brennan, and Dallas—on me is so strong that I am not sure I have any ideas that were not shaped by theirs.